Rushdoony Radio presents An Informed Faith The Position Papers of R.J. Rushdoony by Rush's John Rushdoony Narrated by Nathan F. Conkey Produced with permission by the Calcedon Foundation Chapter 34 The Heresy of Unconditional Love Calcedon Position Paper Number 140 July 1991 Paul in Romans 6.23 makes a very important and interesting statement. Quote, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. End quote. This is commonly misread and misinterpreted to mean that the punishment for sin is death, whereas Paul tells us it is sin's wages or salary. We receive a grim pay, death, for sin. Now, God's law is very specific is very specific is very specific about wages according to Leviticus 19:13 and Deuteronomy 24:14 and 15 God's law is very strict about prompt payment in terms of an agreed salary Paul tells us that God lives by his law he pays us off for our sins according to his contracted or covenant law word because God's relationship with mankind is covenantal and his law gives us the terms of the contract, there is no escaping its terms. All men, within and without the church, are paid in terms of it. James, the brother of our Lord, tells the church that, quote, wars and fightings, end quote, among them, come from their sins and will lead to God's judgment or payoff. James 4, 1-4. 1-4. Men who pray for peace when sin abounds are praying falsely for their own judgment. They should pray for peace with God, without which, without which men cannot be at peace with one another. Paul in 1 Timothy 2, 1-4 asks that we pray for rulers and all who are in and all who are in and all who are in authority. This is a sadly abused text. Does it require us to say, God bless the governor, president or prime minister? when they are evil and ungodly men who favour abortion, homosexuality and other evils? Are not such prayers asking that sin be blessed? Paul tells us in verse 4, the purpose of praying for all such authorities, God, quote, will have all men to be saved and to come and to come unto the knowledge of the truth, end quote. Thus, we should pray for their salvation or for their judgment that Christ's kingdom be advanced. God, by his sovereign grace, with no merit for with no merits nor good thing on our part, redeems us and makes us members of his covenant. A covenant is a contract or a treaty. It is always conditional upon faithfulness or obedience. It is antinomianism and heresy, a rejection of the doctrine of the covenant, to call God's love unconditional. Grace and lawlessness do not go together. It is asking for grace as freedom. It is asking for grace as freedom to do as we please and to do evil. Such thinking is very much with us. As covenantalism declined in the church and as antinomianism and as antinomianism replaced it, the world rejoiced and carried to its logical end this evil doctrine of unconditional love. It became, quote, wrong, end quote, to call evil people 
what they were. Supposedly, they had, quote, a good heart, end quote, whatever sins they committed. Our Lord calls the doctrine, our Lord calls this the doctrine of, quote, false prophets, end quote, and, quote, ravening wolves, ravening wolves, end quote. To deny the relationship between the heart and the actions of a man, between a tree and its fruits, Matthew seven fifteen to 20 We can always know them by their fruit. But people want God and life on their terms. Edna St. Vincent Millay, one of, this centru- one, of this, one of this century's most gifted poets, expressed this ungodly faith in the opening line of Mauritius, Morituris, 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 end quote. If I could have two things in one, the peace of the grave and the light of the sun, this is a common hope, the irresponsibility and the peace of death and the privilege and all the privileges of life with no drawbacks. I recall a flagrantly, I recall a flagrantly, I recall a flagrantly adulterous woman who insisted that, if her husband truly loved her, his love would be unconditional. It would allow her the freedom to, quote, be herself, end quote. This is what people are telling God when they speak of his unconditional love. They want the freedom to forget his covenant law and to obey God only where it suits them. A few years ago, I encountered two pastors who, quote, unchurched, end quote, any woman in their congregations who ever wore slacks anywhere. They use a text wrongly to justify their acts. Both pastors were militant antinomianism, were militant antinomians, but they reserved the, quote, right, end quote, to use or misuse an occasional law as it suited them. This is sin, and its wages remain death. The meaning of Romans 6.23 applies to both men and nations. Can nations despise God's law, persecute his people, and supplant justice with evil, and expect to endure, without repentance and obedience? Greater wars will come, and cities will disappear, and cities will disappear all over the world, as well as here. Declarations of war, respect of civilian populations, just treatment of prisoners, these things and more are virtually gone. We may see, as some believe, unmarked plains without any declaration of war, obliterating cities and peoples they hate, and, why not? Without God, all things are possible as Dostoevsky predicted. The new world order, man's modern Tower of Babel, is being planned, and soon, quote, nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do, end quote, Genesis 11.6. The world is moving towards collecting the pay due from, is moving towards collecting the pay due to it from Almighty God. The Lord is a good and faithful paymaster, as the Bible and history make, as the Bible and history make clear, paytime is not far ahead. But Paul says more in Romans 6.23, But the gift of God 
is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, end quote. The Church needs to recognize that God's relationship to his redeemed people is covenantal or contractual, which means that we must be faithful to his law and fulfill his dominion mandate to bring all men and nations to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and to establish the Lord's dominion over every sphere of life and thought. There were antinomianism. There were antino there were antinomian there were antinomians in Rome and elsewhere who wanted God's love to be unconditional. Paul's response was clear cut What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid End quote. Romans six one and two. There are many churchmen who insist on God's quote, unconditional love end quote, for Israel in spite of its unbelief. What they are also insisting upon is God's quote, unconditional love end quote, for themselves, despite their heresies, sins and arrogances. Quote, While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. End quote. Romans 5.8 But not to give us license to continue to sin. The doctrine of unconditional love is antinomianism and it is heresy. It binds God, but not man. God must go on loving such people whatever they do, but not but men are not a but men are not bound to obey God, or even to believe him, or even to believe in him, according to RB theme AJ According According to RB theme AJ ten pass AJ ten pass the Lordship of Christ, pages 19 and 20. The Lord God is a gracious Redeemer. He is also a strict paymaster. And the heresy of unconditional love will draw its wages. Death. Well done for listening all the way to the end. This is Nathan, the narrator, speaking to you from Puebla, Mexico, from the Faith for All of Life school in which I teach English as a volunteer. I teach from kinder through high school. Now, I rely on donations in order to keep teaching and recording, so if you want to support a Faith for All of Life school in Latin America and want to keep listening to Rush Dooney while you vacuum, drive or cook, commute or whatever you're doing right now, donate at cten.org forward slash Nathan Conkey. That's N-A-T-H-A-N-C-O-N-K-E-Y, all lowercase. Or if you prefer PayPal, paypal.me forward slash capital N Nathan capital C Conkey. You can also email me at nfconkey, that's nfconkey at gmail.com. Thanks, and I look forward to speaking to you very soon.